0: Hey guys welcome back to the faithful findings podcast my name is orielle if this is your first podcast episode hey on this podcast we keep it real honest and transparent and today we're coming back i'm calling this i guess my luck let's talk series um just a space where we can you know go back and forth and talk about what the lord is teaching us what we've been learning what is going on you know just a transparent space for us both um and again if this is your first time this is very conversational I may be behind the mic but wherever you are you know the grocery store gas station I need to come up with some new (laughs) places but wherever you may be listening to this coffee shop you know at work well I don't know please talk back to me even if it's in your mind the spirit is one okay I'll receive it (laughs) while I'm recording right now but um before we get into Ezekiel, I do want to just like talk about just some things that I've been learning. Um, and please, you guys, send me some DMs of the things that the Lord's been teaching you too. I'm ready to receive some of that stuff from y'all that I can learn as well. Just added on for me, but um, I have been doing a August fasting and prayer. Um, a church I was usually I uh, used to be a part of, we would do prayer halfway through the year to just think about and look back on the things that the Lord has done the first half of the year and then to seek his face for what the rest of the year is gonna look like and I haven't instilled that practice since I um departed from that church but this year I was like I need a reset so (laughs) from August 1st to August 21st um which by the time this episode comes out it'll be the last week I did a fasting and prayer and I do want to encourage whoever's listening to this If you feel you need a reset, whether it's August, whether it's July, whether it's December, please dedicate time to doing that. Whatever that may look like. Um, If that's fasting from food, fasting from social media, whatever that may look like to just seek God for what's next. I really feel like resets, refreshers with the spirit are so, so, so important. But... The big thing, and as I'm recording this, the day I'm recording this, I'm only on week two, but the big thing that I learned, at least from the first week of my fast, is how hard it is to replicate God's love, like, as far as me loving people the way God loves me. And what I mean by that is, is I feel like, I know we hear this all the time, but it's different when you're actually doing it. But we... We know like it's easy to love people when they're lovable, when they're like, when they're doing everything, when you're getting along, family, friends, all peaches and cream, you know, like my older saints say, but (laughs) when people aren't as likable or if they're having a bad day and maybe they may lash out on you or disagreements, can you still love on people? And what does that look like exactly? Are you like, is your flesh actually succumb to like the spirit, like, are you sensitive to the spirit in the midst of that? And honestly, y'all, I was noticing that I wasn't and I was using whatever the Lord was bringing to me as a, a tester for me to like test and see, okay, how much do you love these people? And what does that look like when you aren't getting along with them? And sometimes love look like setting up boundaries. Sometimes love looks like giving people opportunities to clarify or giving people opportunities to speak on their behalf instead of you coming up with conclusions and shutting people out. Um, I hope I'm not just talking to myself on that one. But yeah, God's love, like his agape love, like I love how it seems like it's easy for him. I know sometimes I'm not the, you know, I'd be... He loves me at the end of the day. And I want to be more like him. And I want to be able to love his people um, on good and bad days, either that's for the other person or for myself. And yeah, I have know this, I've heard sermons on it. I was like, Oh, yeah, I love people, but you don't really realize how much the things that God places in front of you as far as like, oh, you thought you had that together, but let me show you in this area. Mm. Um, so yeah, <laughs> fasting and prayer has been very, very good. Um, I was actually telling my friends the other day, um, let me know if y'all can relate. But when it comes to fasting and prayer, when you're not in it, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, let's do fasting and praying blah 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 I'm so excited when you get in it and the Lord is like digging things up and you're like oh my gosh what is happening it's good but this is tough <laughs> and then when you get out of it it's like a whole cycle you're like yes let's do fasting and prayer but then when you're in it you're like oh my gosh the Lord is pulling up some stuff <laughs> he pulling up some stuff out." I, I forgot that this is what fasting and prayer really is you know <laughs> but yes so that's been the big thing God's love and reciprocating that to people. So that's been a big thing for me. What has God been teaching you guys in the current season that you're in? And yeah, please DM me, text me, message me, email me, all those things. Um, What you've been learning from God. Or even if you need to just sit and think about that, allow this time (laughs) to be that space of like thinking like, what has God been teaching me? Have I been quiet enough to hear the Lord's teaching? Yeah. But y'all, I mentioned this before. Um, You know, we're not going to stay on this little part for long. I've been in Ezekiel probably for the better half of this year, you know. Old Testament stuff is a little hard for me, but I've been like yearning for more of Old Testament books in my life. I I don't know about you guys. I love being in the New Testament. I'm like, "Yes, Paul, what's going on?" Um, and I've never read the major prophets' stories, so Jeremiah, Isaiah, Ezekiel, I've never read it throughout, you know, there are certain scriptures from Isaiah that may come out or Jeremiah 29:11, you know, the famous scriptures, but I never read it in detail like this before. So, I read Jeremiah and Isaiah. And again, I've been in Ezekiel for a while, but I'm praying y'all check on me, keep me accountable. I'm praying that I will be finished this week. Um, Not this week, I'm sorry, this month. So the month of August, and I'll be on to Daniel. But this is such a rich book. The Major Prophets, all of their books are rich. The book, the whole Bible is rich, but rich in so much things. But y'all... Ezekiel 24, I was reading it one day And I'll share the Bible reading plan I'm reading for Ezekiel If this is something you want to like read It's been very good It has like a devotional and then a chapter a day But y'all, 24, I don't know what happened But something in my spirit was like "Whoop, whoop And my question for the day At least for this chapter And additionally to what is God teaching you is is your life truly a living sacrifice unto god if you say that do you really live that way out because y'all when i was hearing this i was like ooh. <laughs> so 24 starts out with the parable of the boiling pot and maybe i will talk about those verses in another podcast episode down the line um transparency no I didn't know they was talking about parables and stuff as much as they'd have been um in the Old Testament see so that's why it's important to read I'm just being honest with y'all I was a New testament person for so long um which maybe I'll talk about in another episode as well but anyway the parable of the boiling pot covers um, ezekiel 24 verses 1 through 14. um today we're going to be talking about a very deep thing with Ezekiel's wife dying and that will be the last section of Ezekiel 24 so it's verses 15 and 27 so if you haven't read Ezekiel 24 specifically 15 through 27 I'll pause here or pause me <laughs> and listen to it read it whatever you need to do this isn't a bible study per se on this but it's just I feel like it'll be more of a conversation in a refresher as I'm just detailing some things that stood out to me okay if you're back you're back you listen to it you read it all right cool so <laughs> when okay verse 16 says son of man I'm about to take the delight of your eyes away from you with a fatal blow but you must not lament or weep or let your tears flow Groan quietly, this is verse seventeen. Do not observe mourning rites for the dead. Put on your turban and strap your sandals on your feet. Do not cover your mustache or eat the bread of mourners. Verse 18 says, I spoke to the people in the morning and my wife died in the evening. Y'all I was listening to this, so I didn't know that the title of the chapter was The Death of Ezekiel's wife assigned. So when I was reading this I was like Lord why are we killing Ezekiel's wife I'm, I I was I was confused As you read more on or listen whatever way you consume this these verses you see that literally this was a sign unto the people of what was coming before them and just repeated throughout the major prophets Jeremiah Isaiah Ezekiel is Israel being broken down consumed by their enemies based off of like judgment for their past sins and going to idols but ultimately restoration for them and Jesus coming, you know. Um a full story of redemption. But just seeing like literally the Lord is telling him like I am going to take the delight of your eyes away. Like your wife is going to be gone. And you speak into the people in the morning and then your wife is gone in the evening. Like, Lord, wow and Ezekiel throughout this book a lot of things he was done like he was made mute like the Lord used his life literally (laughs) or made him do like different things to be assigned to his people to be assigned to Israel but for some reason this one like really hit me I'm like wow the Lord really took away his wife and they don't talk a lot about Ezekiel's and his wife or anything like that Um, but I don't, this really hit me. I'm like a question I pondered. I'm like, God, if I don't know, am I really living my life as a living sacrifice that if you asked me to do something like this, if I was married and you had to take away my husband, God forbid, but if this was my story in order to preach to your people, would I immediately obey a book I love? It's it's definitely hard to read. I'll um, link it below as well. Letters to the Church by Francis Chan talks about how a lot of our lives, I feel like we say like we surrender to the Lord, but do we actually do that? What does surrendering to the Lord look like? What does giving our life up to God really look like? A lot of countries, like they have to sacrifice so much just to know our god thank god in the u.s at least where i'm from (laughs) in the u.s we can freely follow god and but not everywhere you can do that like it's literally people's lives are living sacrifices to even hear the word of god but in a country where faith and following after who you believe in is free if the Lord was asked, would ask you to surrender something? Would you freely give it to Him like this? Oh, y'all, my heart. I was like, whoo. Lord God, please help me. Like, at the end of the day, like I, another thing saying that we say a lot is like, "We're going to pick up our cross and follow after Jesus." But do you really know what you're meaning by saying that? Do you really? Will you really follow through on what you're saying? If you're saying you're going to pick up your cross and follow Jesus, the cross, that was a lot, you know, Jesus died on there. He was a living sacrifice. Is your life a living sacrifice unto God? Yeah, Um, <laughs> I don't want to be heavy, but I really wanted to like talk about this because when I was reading it, I had like a, a moment where I'm like, wow, God. I need to really be more in your where I need to seek your presence more and to really give you my everything. And when I say something, either where I'm singing it or whether I'm talking to you about it, I need to actually, if you would ask me to give up it or give up something in my life, I need to be saying yeah and actually follow through with it. Because um, at the end of the day, Ezekiel sacrifice, although power to my man I can't wait to meet him in heaven but (laughs) Ezekiel's sacrifice was for the greater good in a sense or to give glory to God um in regards to him being a living sacrifice to Israel for them to hopefully repent on their their ways but spoiler alert y'all yeah they didn't um (laughs) but yes uh, I'm going to leave on that. I, again, just want to encourage you, if you have time in your Bible studying plans, please read the major prophets. Um, I like, I have read them in order, Jeremiah, I'm sorry, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and then Ezekiel. But if you have time, please read them. Um, I feel like they're very... Substantial, I guess, going into the New Testament. And I've just learned so much about God's character um, and just more aspects of God at period. And even this section of living a, a sacrificial life onto God and what that looks like. So yeah, y'all. So um, that's what I'm gonna leave with you today. Again, I would love to hear you guys' thoughts. So if you can, please um, follow us on Instagram at faithful.findings. We also have a website with blogs if you want to read and you know just some I'll call them my journal entries to the Lord or what the Lord is speaking to me it's faithfulfindings.com or email me at faithfulfindingsco at gmail.com. Please reach out to me you guys again. I don't want to be alone with the Lord coming for me <laughs> so if the Lord has been teaching you something please share with me. Um, I would love to hear from you but Until next time, talk to you later. Bye. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me because I am lowly and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30.